0: for a really great future we're talking real
1: money All Right, hold on let me, let me look at the calendar again just to make sure let's see on uh, friday yeah friday the 17th of june mm-hmm. yeah it's father's day this weekend okay one of the silliest holidays ever because really really fathers i mean it's like well what do you want to do this year for father's day um nothing <laughs> what do i want to do every year for father's day Oh, nothing. Uh, Please don't give me a tie or whiskey rocks. I got whiskey rocks. I have never used a whiskey rock in my life. Thank you, children. Uh, I've never used one. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Give me the whiskey. Great gift. Great gift. Actually, my daughter did give me a bottle of uh, St. Augustine bourbon, which uh, I have not opened. That was not, that was for a while ago. That was just for nothing. That was for being a good dad, I guess. Could be Father's Day. Anyway, why do I ask if this is the 17th of June? Well, because it's Friday, it's supposed to be our rip roaring, crazy QA day because for months and months, we have been inundated with your questions. They have just come in like crazy to our phone number, which is 855 935 Talk. Or even better, they've been recorded at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form where you can record it through your computer mic. And these days, computers have pretty good mics, particularly apples. They have great mics. So uh, even if you don't have a separate mic. But for some reason, guess how many questions we have for today? Uh, no, not zero. No, we, ha- we have one. We, ha- we have one. We So um, good news is that I've got something else that I really want to bring to your attention because it's a story that hasn't gotten a lot of press, but it's fascinating and I'm dying to see where it goes. Now, let me preface this by uh, talking a little bit about cryptocurrencies. They've been tanking. To me, this is like the best thing about the declining stock market is that cryptos are finally getting beaten back and battered and hopefully just wiped out completely. Sorry for all of you who own them, but you bought nothing. You just fell for the, the, the long con. I mean, even Bill Gates recently said, and you know, Bill Gates kind of knows how to make money. He, he did it. Um, he, he, he said it was uh, just a greater fool thing, as we've been saying for years they're just waiting on the greatest fool is that going to be you or is it already done is the is the greatest fool gone well crypto is way down bitcoin which is the poster child for crypto it's the biggest it's the biggest it's the baddest um it was not too long ago as a matter of fact let me get the exact date because i don't want to get this wrong it was it was in the uh Winter of our discontent. No, the actually, the last time things were pretty good. The The uh, 7th of November in 2021, Bitcoin hit 64000 and change. Last I looked today on Friday the 17th, Bitcoin was just over $20,000. Now, if my memory serves me correctly, that's worse than the stock market has ever ever done ever that is awful so for those of you who bought it thinking it was a stable asset you're kind of wrong it hasn't been it's been a very 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 volatile thing i don't even want to call it an asset a very 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 volatile actually maybe a speculation and i'm not the only one who says that we've talked about a Cryptocurrency. See my little air quotes? Called Dogecoin. It was created by a young man by the name of Jackson Palmer. Gra- Jackson Palmer now has a new podcast called Griftonomics, which I'm going to have to listen to. He created Dogecoin to prove how stupid cryptocurrencies were. He said, quote, he said this recently to uh, a, a newspaper in Australia. He said, quote, I honestly thought that this stuff would explode a bit more quickly and people would learn their lesson. But he, you know, he says you keep persevering and that money keeps going into crypto, although lately it stopped. That his, this article was before that. He said that, you know, Dogecoin was a joke they intended it, quote, to be a tongue-in-cheek satire of cryptocurrencies. And yet, Dogecoin. Well, let me check the latest Dogecoin quote because, again, I want to get this right. So I'm going to go to soon to be Coinbase.com. That's my prediction. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Uh, I don't want to do that. I just want a quote, Coinbase. Prices, that's all I want. I don't want to sign up for anything. Uh, Doge, Doge, Doge. Yeah, well, look at this. Dogecoin still has a market capitalization of half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars, folks. It's a joke, and it's worth half a billion dollars. Now, as recently as... November of 2020. Now, that's less than two years ago. Dogecoin was worth uh, two-tenths of one cent. Two-tenths of one cent. Then, suddenly it started spiking to seven-tenths of a cent by February 2020. And then, it shot way up in May of 2021 to $0.74 cents a Dogecoin. Now, let's see. What happened back in 2021 that might have accounted for that huge spike? Well, there's a guy. You've probably heard of him. Uh, he owns this Little car company called Tesla, you you heard of that? Oh yeah. Oh, he also owns a little rocket company called SpaceX. Well, funny, he appeared on Saturday Night Live in May of 2021, and leading up to that, you know what he'd been promoting like crazy? He just in the few weeks leading up to that appearance he'd been he had said you can buy a tesla with dogecoin use your fakey fakie dogecoin and buy yourself a tesla everybody said well if elon musk loves it it must be good and then he promoted it on saturday night live but he sort of uh, implied that maybe i'm joking i keep telling you it's a cryptocurrency you can trade for conventional money oh so it's a hustle yeah, it's a hustle. Why you that, man? That was Elon doing a bit with uh, Michael Che from Saturday Night Live during their weekend update, where <laughs> he just came out and said, it's a hustle. Well, Dogecoin then proceeded to plunge by May 23rd to 31 cents, still uh, over 100 times higher than where it was less than a year earlier. And it dropped, and it came back up a little bit and it dropped some more and it dropped some more and it dropped some more and And today it's down around five cents which is still about 20 times where it was in 2020 20 times no well yeah about 20 times Yeah, Yeah, pretty much um so what's the deal what was what was this all about why did this happen Well, it appears that one of the people who gambled on Dogecoin, a gentleman by the name of Keith Johnson. Now, this should really start hitting the news big soon. Well, Keith Johnson has filed a class action lawsuit against Elon Musk, SpaceX, and Tesla for $258 billion dollars claiming a racketeering scheme to rip people off by promoting a fake joke satire coin called Dogecoin. The lawsuit says, quote, defendants falsely and deceptively claim that Dogecoin is a legitimate investment when it has no value at all. This case is going to be so much fun to watch because as brilliant as Elon Musk is, and he is brilliant, he's also really whacked. He should really stick to his knitting, which is making great corporations and shut up. Matter of fact, the man should not even own, he shouldn't have anything to do with Twitter. He shouldn't even be on it. Um, and it'll be this is something you really want to watch because what it will what it'll tell you is just what a scam what a scam most of the cryptocurrencies have been and still are and what a worthless investment from any perspective these things are now again I don't want the blockchain argument don't give me the blockchain argument I'm not saying anything bad about blockchain I'm just saying that there is no purpose. These coins, these currencies serve no purpose. They can't be investments because they can't become more valuable. And the whole thing is encapsulated in this lawsuit. Uh, A multi-billionaire promoting a joke coin as if it was something real. And finally, maybe he's going to get his comeuppance. Now, we are, we're going to go to our one question. By the way, if you want to ask a question, the phone number is 855-935-TALK. If you want to take me to task on crypto, I, I'll, I'll take as good as I give. I'll argue with you, though. Better make a good argument. 855-935-TALK is that number. You can also send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Plus, tomorrow on the real show that we do on Seattle radio uh, from 3 to 5 Eastern time, noon to 2 Pacific time, you can call that same number, eight five five nine three five talk and talk just with me. Because Tom is going to a soccer game, and so I am doing the radio show and, of course, then the next two podcasts next week all by myself. So join me every Saturday, 3 to 5 Eastern time, eight five five nine three five talk And let us now officially go to our only question of the day. That's sad. Sad. Hi, Don and Tom. This is Pat calling from Hawaii. I need some guidance in terms of how much small cap value to add. So I'm currently hundred percent equities split between total U S market and total international market. I'm through Vanguard. Um, I've, looked at adding small cap value, Uh, read some of the research behind it. I buy into the Fama French factor model. So I guess where I'm struggling is just, you know, what percentage allocation to land on for small cap value. I'm thinking maybe 20, 25, up to maybe even 30%. How do you typically guide your clients when it comes to how much small cap value to add? Thanks so much for the great show. Well, thanks, Pat. At least the question is a good one. Good question for our only question. You are an aggressive investor. I don't know what your age is, but it strikes me you're pretty aggressive, 100% equities. Nice that you're evenly split. Impressed that you're, you're doing your homework. You understand the science behind small cap value investing, and it is academic research. It's science. We believe you should have small cap value in most portfolios. For those who are just getting started and are putting $100 a month away, no need yet. You're good with a total market fund of some kind. But you're split U.S. international. There are differences of opinion. As there are with anything, what the right amount is. Because it's very difficult to determine the right amount. So it's partially guesswork. Mostly guesswork. Really comes down to that simple question. How much more risk are you willing to add to your portfolio? How much more volatility are you willing to stand? Because the more small cap value you add to your portfolio, the the greater the, the, the volatility might be at times. Although it's fascinating, having small cap value in a portfolio right now has actually reduced volatility over the past five months or so reduced it which is longer term that's what it should do although you can suffer some very big losses in it and those big losses particularly for those who look at each segment of their portfolio don't look at it as an entire portfolio but as individual pieces and parts they can get scared really easily we had a period just a couple of years ago when people were bemoaning small cap value why am i owning this, this is a terrible asset class it's not doing well you you own it because at times it does excruciatingly well the average returns on small cap over the past almost 100 years have been, you know, in the 13 to 15 percent range, depending on the period you look at. So they make sense to have in a portfolio. We generally lean in the 10 to maybe 15 percent of your equity portfolio. I'm sorry, of your entire portfolio. Your, your entire portfolio is equity. So that's why I was looking at my numbers going 10 to 15. Yeah. um, So about probably about 15. You, you appear to be a risk taker. I I actually think it will lower your volatility over time. So I think 15% is a, a, 15% is a good number. I've seen Paul say 20. So I, I don't think I'd go much higher than that. Although Paul has said, if you really want to go crazy and you're not going to worry, you're not going to care, go all small cap value. Now, the good news is these days, thanks to Avantis, it is so easy to get into small-cap value through their, and their aggressive small-cap value. They lean smaller, small, and more value. These are more aggressive funds that get you a bigger exposure than does the Vanguard fund. They overweight to smaller and value weer value weer Uh, And the two funds are the AVUV, which is Tom's favorite. That's the U.S. small-cap value. And AVDV, which is the international small-cap value. And get this, their expense ratios are still really, really low. This is, uh, in the past, you would have paid a fortune for an international small-cap value. It's like a third of a percent now. 36 basis points. And 25 basis points for the U.S. So that's how I'd do it. I'd, go, I'd probably go about, about 15 if you're young and you're aggressive and you really want to take advantage of that tendency that's existed in the past. Do we know it will continue? Absolutely not. But I think the odds are good. And you're going to own stocks that have potential and that are undervalued at the time for whatever reason. So. Thanks so much for your one question. Now, if you would like to add to that for next week's Q&A, remember you can call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and leave a question. So whenever it strikes you, you can go, Oh, oh, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-TALK. I was wondering, does 935 spell anything? I don't think it does. Let's see. 935. Uh no. Well, it could spell well, but without an uh, another l No. Uh, no. Doesn't Y E. No. Doesn't. you No. Doesn't really spell any real words So, let's just go with eight five five nine three five talk or eight. Five five nine three five eight two five five, and again the best way to send your questions in is just go to talkingrealmoney.com because that's where everything is anyway go to talkingrealmoney.com click the contact form and um, also if you need big help you say i have a really complex portfolio and i don't think we can cover this on a podcast or a show and wow this is going to take a really long phone call to leave this question well how about instead you get in touch with one of our advisors at Vestory by Appella. We help people for free. We don't manage portfolios for free because we wouldn't be in business. We would all be broke. But we do help anybody who asks for free for a while without any obligation, cost, high-pressure sales pitch, any of that stuff. So check it out, Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. And thanks for listening to our little get-together today. And have a great Father's Day weekend, all of you dads. And we'll talk to you again really soon. Maybe Saturday you'll call 855-935-TALK. I'm Don McDonald. Hanging out. Talking real money